0: back to fanficked fanfics today we are covering safe haven it is a series on ao 3 written by i'm not even gonna try to pronounce it p-e-r-i-i-w-r-e-n i don't know how to pronounce that and i'm sorry it is a series consisting of three separate one-shots. We will be reading the first one titled Sheltered from the Elements today. The series was started on July 6th of 2019 and was last updated on November 5th of 2019. It is a Shindeku story from My Hero Academia, Shinzo and Deku that is. It, it does have Present Mike and Eraserhead as a couple in it and it is super cute. However, it does have bad parent Midori Inko and homophobia, so if that is at all bothersome to you, please just feel free to skip this episode and find a different fic to read. Let's get into it. Sheltered from the Elements Summary What some of his students might find surprising is that Aizawa Shoda wasn't nearly as cold-hearted as he appeared to be. Quite the opposite, in fact. He's married with a son and four cats between him and his husband. Despite what his cold words and demeanor would suggest, he actually cares a great deal about his students. So when he's home on a Friday evening, he's instantly alert with his son jumps up and practically sprints into his room answering his ringing phone with the name Izuku before the door slams shut. He sets aside his paperwork to share a concerned look with his husband stationed in the kitchen. Showed his brow furrowed. Midoriya? Since when were they on first name basis? Shinzo and Midoriya make a pact to tell their parents about their relationship. It doesn't go over well on the latter's end. The start of the fic is pretty much exactly what I just read, but I'm going to reread it anyway, because we're getting into the fic. What some of his students might find surprising is that Izawa Shoto wasn't nearly as cold-hearted as he appeared to be. Quite the opposite, in fact. He's married with a son and four cats between him and his husband. Despite what his cold words and demeanor would suggest, he actually cares a great deal about his students. So when he's home on a Friday evening, He's instantly alert when his son jumps up and sprints into his room, answering his ringing phone with the name Izuku before the door slams shut. He sets aside his paperwork to share a concerned look with his husband stationed in the kitchen. Shota's brow is furrowed. Midoriya? Since when were they on first name basis? Hitoshi leaps for his phone the second he gets the call. He makes a mad dash to his bedroom, choosing to ignore his father's concerned expressions. What matters more at the moment is the fact that something's happened. It had to be. Izuku wouldn't have called him early and without warning if there wasn't anything going on. Izuku, hey, how'd it go? Normally the crying on the other end would be bad news, but with Midoriya, it's impossible to tell. Where are you right now? Huh? I'm at home. Why? What's up? Would it be okay if I came over? Like, to spend the night? I'll have to ask Dad. Wait, slow down. Sorry, Hitoshi, I- Fuck. Hitoshi's eyes widened. Izuku never cussed. Oh shit, are you okay? I- I don't know. I just need somewhere to sleep tonight. She kicked you out? Silence on the other end of the line speaks volumes. Hitoshi grimaces, sinking into his desk chair with a heavy sigh. Lowering his voice, he continued. All right, let me ask Dad. I haven't told him yet, but I'm sure they'll be okay with us. He let out a chuckle that had, no real humor to it. I mean, they'd be pretty hypocritical if they weren't. Do you need me to stay on the line, or can I hang up? Uh, you can hang up. Okay, do you have anything with you? Well, obviously your phone, but, like, clothes or anything like that? No, only what I'm wearing. Okay, sit tight, keep your phone on. I'll get right back to you. Okay. The line beeped to confirm the cut of the call. Hikoshi buried his head in his hands, praying to no god in particular that Aizawa would be merciful and allow one of his students into his home. From the next room, Yamada, Hisashi, and his husband shared a look after their son's speedy departure. The coffee maker finally dispensed their beverages. Hisashi took a mug in each hand and made his way over to the couch, stepping around a scared dapple cat. Setting his shoulders in front of him, he took a quick swig out of his own mug before speaking up. That was Minori on the phone, right? Izawa stared into his black coffee before him. Kicked out? And he's asking to come here? I want one of his classmates unless... I haven't told them yet, but I'm sure they'd be okay with it. Us. I mean, they'd be pretty hypocritical if they weren't... Oh Christ, of all people, why the problem, child? Before he could share his theory, Hitoshi returned to the living room, clearly wanting to ask something, judging by how his hands sprung together and his eyes darted between the two on the couch. Izashi made a move to speak, but he was quickly silenced by Shota placing a hand on his knee. Would would it be okay if I had a friend stay over tonight? Maybe a couple nights? Izashi beamed, practically splitting his face open with how wide he was smiling. Of course, kiddo! Shota's attempt at a leveling stare did nothing to stop him. Who are we having? Is it... Midoriya, from Dad's class? Shota raised an eyebrow ever so slightly. His ashi continued, seemingly blind to the implication of Itoshi's words. Alrighty, is he coming here by himself or do we need to get him? Oh, uh, Ida, I'd have to ask him. This is kind of last minute, I'll... I'll go ask she practically sprinted back to his room before Shoda could get a word in. Izashi spoke. They're dating, aren't they? You heard how he almost called him Izuku, right? And he hesitated when he called him his friend. Shoda groaned. Great, so it's not just in my head. Without any doubt, I'm guessing there's a little more to this than an impromptu sleepover Then, The blonde looked at him, eyes wide. Shoda, they're babies! Come on! He almost did a spit-take at that. Of course that's what his husband would take those words to mean. No, no, did you not hear what he said on the phone? Nope, I left my hearing's aids at the school. You- Okay, not the point. Point is, he was talking as if Midoriya didn't have a choice but to go somewhere else. Wait, you're saying- I'm not saying anything for certain. One of them is going to have to tell us. It's not my place to assume I know what's going on. Hazashi sighed, the cheerful look that nearly always crossed his face changing into something a bit more thoughtful. It was at that moment that Hitoshi re-entered the room. He's on the train right now, but wants us to come to walk with him. That okay? Shoda nodded, rising from his seat to take the empty mug to the sink. I'll walk with you then. Okay, thanks. So she gave a sigh of relief, sinking into one of the armchairs in the living room. Instantly, their fat, orange, tabby cat leapt up and settled into his lap. Exhausted, yet pleased with his parents' response, he started stroking the cat and purrs rumbling the creature's chest filled the room. So you're friends? With Midoriya, I mean. His hands stuttered for a second as he was considering his next word. Uh, not exactly. Uh, we're closer than that. His words trailed off, face flushing as he curled in a little on himself. Shota returned, claiming his seat back from their tiny white cat, who was basking in the warmth left behind. Do I need to give him the shovel talk? he deadpanned, not even glancing up from the papers in front of him when his son sputtered across the room. Oh, God, please don't scare him. You're already intimidating enough as it is. (laughs) The scruffy man raised his eyebrows at that. Really now? Does he know you're our kid? Hitoshi blinked. Oh, God, he doesn't, His uh, barked with laughter before turning to grin impishly at Shota. Wow, a student being intimidated by you. I would never imagine that. Shota rolled his eyes. Yeah, sure. When do we need to leave to meet him, she. The teenager shrugged and unlocked his phone, eyes widening and doing so. Crap, he's been waiting for like five minutes. We've got to go. Slow down. Put a jacket on. It's freezing outside. He's not going anywhere. Shota had never seen his kid run so fast, launching himself over the back of the chair with little regard for the cat in his lap and skirting into his room to throw on a hoodie before sliding to the doorway to the yank on his shoes. Azawa rolled his eyes, rising out of the seat to join him at the door. We'll be back soon, don't burn down the apartment. Azashi gasped dramatically, clutching his chest and shooting Shota a look of utter betrayal. You wound me, Shota. He simply shrugged, pulling on his coat and shoes and grabbing his keys before setting out. Hitoshi just ahead of him. Izuku sat alone on a bench in the train station, shivering against the crisp evening air and staring dejectedly at his now-dead phone. He glanced around for any sign of a purple-haired teenager, but to no avail. Huffing out a cloud of breath, he sunk further into his thin hoodie, pressing the fabric of the hood gently against the bruise beginning to bloom across his jaw. He had just begun to give up and risk returning home when he heard a familiar voice call his name. His face lit up as he tracked the source, eyes landing on Hitoshi and... "'Azawa-sensei!' He stared for a moment before shooting his boyfriend an incredulous look, scanning his expression for any explanation as to why his homeroom teacher was with him. "'Hazaku, um, meet my dad!' Hitoshi grinned sheepishly as he watched the freckles teen's face contort through about a dozen emotions before finally sitting on in confusion." You're wait, what? Oh my god, I'm so sorry I didn't know, um He held his hands up in a placating manner and his hood fell back on his shoulders. A gasp from Hitoshi drew Ozuka's attention back to his boyfriend, flinching when he realized his mistake and scrambling to return the hood. Don't don't worry, it's it's from it's just from training. It's a foot. Strange, you didn't take any hits during your last heroics class. I would know. I was reviewing them earlier this evening. Shoda immediately felt bad for calling him out when the kid shrunk into himself, looking down as if the ground was the most interesting thing on the planet at the moment. "'It's fine, really. It's nothing. Uh, is this really okay? I can go somewhere else. Really, it's fi- "'If it wasn't okay, I wouldn't have let him get this far, problem child. Come on.' Aizawa turned, leaving behind a concerned a mildly panicking, Zuku. "'You didn't tell me your dad was my teacher. Oh god, I'm gonna be expelled, aren't I?' What? No, he's not that petty. Calm down. Let's go. He really walks fast. Luluku stood, linking hands with the other teen after a moment's hesitation and walking after his teacher. So, uh, who's your other dad? You'll know the second you walk through the door, don't worry. Wait, so I already know him too? Yeah, but don't worry. Pops is cool with you. Uh, okay, this is a lot. You should have at least warned me. Hitoshi grinned. Nah, it's way more fun this way. Besides, you didn't give me the full story either, so I say where you've been. Izuku winced, looking away for a moment. Alright, you win this time. I always do. Azawa rolled his eyes at the two boys' antics behind him, letting the tiniest of smiles to grow across his face. The keys clicked in the lock, Hazashi turned in his seat to face the door, grinning as the trio entered. Yo, it's hanging, little lit he trailed off, gazing in on the u- unusually bright and beaming student's hunched posture, and the bruise already turning red on his jaw. Hitoshi, why don't you go set up the air mattress in your room? Midoriya, in here, please. The squeak that the freckled teen let out made him flush pink quickly, and the smile returned to Hisashi's face as if nothing was wrong. Yeah, come on, we don't bite. Well, maybe Shota does, but I'll hold him back for you. Midoriya gave a nervous laugh and a glance hit Toshi, who squeezed his shoulder and left for his room. Shota had already disappeared somewhere in the apartment, leaving Hisashi alone with the kid. Izuku shuffled over to the armchair in the living room, taking a seat on the very edge. He let out a noise of surprise as a hefty orange cat climbed to his lap and curled up. He glanced around, looking for any signs of disapproval before hesitatingly petting the cat. A moment passed before he spoke. Um, does he have a name? Yep, that one's Pumpkin. We also... Ekiko, Midnight, uh, and anti establishmentarianism. Midori coughed. What was that last one? anti establishmentarianism Azala's voice coming suddenly from behind and made him jump, whirling around his seat much to Pumpkin's upset. Calm down, problem child, I'm not gonna kill you. Midoriya did not look any more convinced. He showed his side, pinching the bridge of his nose before circling around and sitting on the edge of the couch closest to Midoriya. He set the medical kit on the coffee table and looked at the green-haired teenager who squirmed under his gaze. So... Do you want to tell me how you really got that bruise? This writing style is absolutely amazing, and that was only part of the first fic in this series. It is honestly amazing and gives really good characterization to Hitoshi, Izuku, Yamada and Aizawa, and it's just simply amazing, and I highly recommend it if you can handle bad parent Medoria Inkgo stuff. Honestly, I cried when I first read this fic, and that was that was when it first came out. Actually, I'm pretty sure I first read this fic on July 6, 2019. Um. My birthday is July 5th, so on July 6th, I don't think I was working, and I think I read fanfic a lot of that day. I don't really remember, but... Anyway. I hope you all have a fantastic day, and enjoy reading. <laughs> Hope you enjoy the safe haven series it is honestly amazing and i highly recommend it it's only three stories and they're all pretty quick to read so take your time and read them you can find me on tiktok as year we are art you can find me on twitter and youtube as year we are arts you can find me on instagram as Bluebell bluebellarine i hope you all have a fantastic day